Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Queer Zone. The place where you'll get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and... Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts, I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. Do we not mention the Facebook at all in the intro? No, because we do it at the end. Right. I'm just conscious that we have the Facebook and then it's yeah. not there at the beginning. No, we do it at the end. So, we've been five weeks, I think you said um, it was? Once this is out, probably about five weeks. Okay. So yeah, long time off. So we've got a couple of apologies from the first one. Well, I have two. Yes, you have apologies. Um, so the first one was, I did say it was Ashton Pride. Not actual fact, it should have been Anik Pride. So in retrospect, he was wrong. <laughs> so it was wrong. <laughs> they both be with an A and they're both in yes. Northumberland. They're just not next to but each other But completely different all. words. Uh, and then we forgot to mention the Union Cup women, winners mm. as well, which happened, which was, of course, the London Steelers uh, which, won the Union Cup. Which team was it? Uh, their A team. Their A team. Yeah. So if it had been any of the other leagues, it wouldn't have been the Steelers. It would have been Steelers B or Steelers mm. C, but um, it was the Steelers overall won it. And that Birmingham, uh, so the Birmingham Bulls have picked up the next yeah, one for 2021. That's... So that's that's going to my apologies from that yeah. one. So we'll get in. And I didn't from... have any. No? For a change. <laughs> I didn't notice any, but I didn't notice you putting in the break music either when I listened through to it. I think I just missed where it was. I've yeah. listened to it twice and I don't remember I hearing it. I think there was it. only two breaks. Right. I mean, why? Um, so yeah, we've got general. Some are going to be long, and some are going to be quick. Some are going to be a bit long. Some are going to be quick. Some are going to be a bit redundant. Yeah, some of them are a bit redundant because <laughs> it's a lot about pride, which is all that. So, um, first one I think is you. The first one is me. So, um, blocking goes. So, right. Open your mouth and try again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just oh right. So, I think everyone that listens knows that I generally like a pretty dick. I'm not bothered about size, width, whatever, as long as it looks nice. And there was, I think I, show, I showed you a picture of the guy. You sent me two Definitely. pictures. Definitely. No, so this recently. was like, this was just, I think it was the same day that we right. recorded the last podcast. This guy was really, really cute. Totally my type. Cubby, hairy, bit younger than I expected. And then he sent me a dick pic. Was it disappointing? And it wasn't pretty. I can't even, I can't even, I blocked him, so I can't. Wow, that was quick yeah. for you. Yeah, so I can't even like. I don't know if I did send it to you. Um, this is but yeah, this. am I like the only person that if someone sends an unflattering photo, I think I'm too polite. That so like like if like if you're a top like if you're topping at like if you're looking for a hookup and you're topping, and someone sends you like a really like well used whole pic. Would you just, like, ghost them, or would you reply to it, or would you block I them? Because would, I, would, I block. I'd reply, because I'm too polite. So I tend to reply to almost all of my messages and all of my formats. No, see, I don't. <laughs> you know, because because I, I kind of buy into that, oh, you know, it's a community thing, and the least you could do is say, like, thank you very much, but I'm not interested. No, that's go, just too oh, much Oh, that's time. lovely. And Although well, it did send you a couple of really unpretty pieces. They were unpretty. You did, but you your general thing for an unpretty penis is usually more a tight foreskin. Yeah, I don't like a tight foreskin. Or um, a tight foreskin and very knobbly. Yes, or if it's a weird shape, like I remember I said that one, the it was like the corkscrew. That, and, and it was just the vein on the foreskin. You know, I'm, I'm very much aware of what it was, but I, I couldn't put... No. No, I couldn't have put my mouth around that. <laughs> so so back onto that. So, yes. So, 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 so you tend to block then rather than ghosting? Um, or would you ghost them? More? I'll ghost Depending. them for a little bit and if they keep messaging me I'll block them. Because usually on your um, on Grindr you're very much reply message saying I'm not interested, I'm not interested. Yes. Take the hint! <laughs> no, so, um, so there's this one guy and he's, he's got another profile 
and I've mentioned it before and I think I've actually put it on the Instagram page as well that every, every three or four months I get hi 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 then three days later hi how are you it's like I'm not interested and then he'll message me on Growler hi how are you told you on Grindr I'm not interested and then you'll be on Scruff like hi how are you it's like and then I just send him screenshots of all the times I said hi and then I've told him I'm not interested he's back again but yeah, yeah, he gets blocked every time. I mean, I suppose this leads back to the other one with, which, which you find is people who then don't use their own pictures <gasps> on apps. So when I talk oh. to people on, on the apps, I'm very much, I know how to take a good picture. Therefore, all of my app pictures, I look very, I'm not going to lie, I look very yeah. good in my app pictures. But I'm very upfront and go, I do not look like this most of the time. <laughs> this is a very Whereas good picture. I generally, I don't post like, like the pictures that I like of myself, I don't put them on the apps really I don't you can look at me like that if you want I'm looking at you like that because my mind instantly goes to you can tell when it's springtime in Edinburgh because Stephen's personal page becomes bum pictures yes absolutely the sunlight comes. but like on, but on my apps <laughs> um, I they're not the most flat they're not always the most flattering photos of me um, because I look how I would I know you've me blocked up most of I have blocked you so like that right no that's you looking quite cute in your bath picture but and I've you, got I got better photos <gasps> they're all, Fuck off. all of your bath photos you look kind of the same you yes. don't have a bad bath photo so when we say bath photo what I mean is Stephen doesn't tend to use cosmetics in his bath and he's no I do because but I take the photos first because you're quite petite you can fit in a bathtub so it's not like me doing it when my legs are halfway up the wall you know <laughs> and it looks like I'm wedged you at least fit in your bathtub but no like I or if I'm sending photos <laughs> excuse, excuse me sorry well, <laughs> that's staying in um <laughs> No, like if I'm sending photos as well, I don't like I'll send some good photos and I'll be in here's what I look like in real life. <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that. It's like, With like a squint eye and you know <laughs> that grill. Crazy, crazy eye you get when you're doing your yeah. pictures without your glasses on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because I can't see. So yeah, it's things like that. Like I don't always send the most flattering photos. Simply so if I do meet up with them, it's like, told you. <laughs> but no, because um you've also been caught up with the this is not and I mean we've talked about it on the other podcast yeah. if this is not the penis of your picture. Mm. So annoying. Um, but I just walk out now. <laughs> See, that's good. So mine's is the next one, and mine's comes out quite interesting because again, a lot of these are from five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So um, about five weeks ago was the twenty year release. Is that right? Twenty years. Must be ninety seven. Yeah, must be. Uh, so twenty year release of the Prisoner of Azkaban. Now, Prisoner of Azkaban is my favourite Harry Potter book. Um, so I was buying I had I currently they've done a re-release of all the sets where they're publishing each book in each year in the house colours so I've gone with Hufflepuff which is yellow and your favourite shoe company have just done a branding of yeah, so, shoes and things on it so Vans is... other trainers available blah 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 um, <laughs> have done a Harry Potter collection and and we got onto this and it's not so much that I I quite like Harry Potter it's more you kind of not so much your dislike of it, but you're kind of... I just... <laughs> the use of branding on everything seems to... Yeah, so... And I get it. It's to make Warner money, and it's to make Random House money, and it's to make her more money. Because, you know, she now has to cut down those damn trees at her house, so, you know, that has to pay. Um, <laughs> it's funny because you do, you do, because when we were talking about the job, you just went off. I, on... <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it as eloquent as possible. <laughs> so my problem is, and it's not just with Harry Potter, but it's with any sort of witch or wizard series, any sort of vampire series. So I. 
So specifically, the vampire series which triggers you is Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the, that really triggers me. It's really, really enough. I like Twilight really as well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Not a surprise. Um, so I grew up reading the Anne Rice book. So it's Interview with a Vampire, all of that. But she also does a witch series and <coughs> sorry, a Tantos series. Keeping and, that, I don't even yeah, talk about <laughs> And it's all, there's like 14 books and they all merge into one. And she keeps like the tradition of witches and wizards and demons and vampires very much to the traditional idea of what they are. And Harry Potter, like I've seen a couple of the movies and I know that the movies aren't the same as the books. You know, I'm, I'm very much aware of that, but they're obviously hugely taken from the books. And it just doesn't seem like it does that genre justice. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know. It, it is funny because it is funny watching you get. But it just annoys me. And then like Vans, I love Vans so much, and they had a really nice pair from the Harry Potter collection. But I had that fucking Slytherin crest on it. Because <laughs> I would have the bought them if it wasn't for that crest. Because then you pick them up and say these are really nice. They are and really then I nice. Them out no, the Harry like I knew they were Harry Potter ones because I'd seen them, <laughs> and they are. They're really really nice. I like the fabric. I like the texture. I like the design. But it has a Slytherin crest on the tongue and it just it really annoys me. I don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> and then, obviously because Edinburgh Pride had been coming mm. up all the time, there was that that one which we've seen a lot of podcasts talk about and we, we've kind of seen it hitting the news at the time. Yeah. Does kink have a place in Pride? Now I know from my experience, I'm kind of, from the two of us, I'd say I'm more involved in any sort of yes. kink fetish. Well, I don't know because to me, you with your bisexual play, your... You, you're kind of very openness in your play is, is a yeah. type of kink yeah, well, it, it might not be a my voyeurism is certainly kink, yeah. but it's not a, a physical kink yeah so it's not you kind of gimped up in a no. leather mask as much as you like as you, much as you'd enjoy that kind of bound to a chair to be made to watch mm. that's very hard to take you, you out with yeah. your pride yeah you can't really you can't really, you can't really do five, a 5k walking to a chair um, um, and, and there's been quite a few interesting articles and it all came off the back of a kind of a tweet Kind of saying, obviously, Pride's becoming family-friendly. Does King... Stephen we'll just drop dropped the sweet. sweetie on the floor. Paul, if you're listening, that's Stephen dropping the sweeties. It was me. Yeah, speaking of sweeties, apparently you've had a giant box of something yes. turn up. So, um, friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, should we get Se- that? Sent us... Um, there's totally that much of shirt. Of the pod. <laughs> um, sent us three kilos of jelly beans. Three fucking kilos. They were heavy. I don't know what these are. I've just been told there's a box of jelly beans jelly somewhere. The sweets. I've not seen them. I've seen, I've seen a picture of the box. That box could have been anything. There was no proof that that was jelly beans. It's from like more some confectionery. <laughs> I wasn't carting three kilos of sweets. Along with a laptop and my bag. Oh, and it's and so charger. muggy. I know, it's horrible. Anyway, I think King really does have a place for pride. I really do. I'm sorry, but pride isn't for the spectators. It's for the community. It's for the community. And the community is kink. The community is transgender. The community is lesbian. The community is gay. The community is allies. It's not for people standing on the street watching. And if you want to bring your kid to it, that's on you. If you're not happy with your child seeing someone walk along with a kid mask, or dressed up as a puppy, or literally wearing a cock sock, that's on you. Fuck you. Don't go. Be a bigot. Teach your children to be bigots. So yeah, that's my opinion. 
<laughs> so speaking of friends of the pods miracles just yeah, ghosting around in the background um, oh bless Jaffer his cuddle buddy <laughs> he does snuggled um, no so yeah I, I'm with you I, I feel Kink does have a place a lot of these communities were what were pulling people together mm-hmm. like so the leather community in, in the 80s very much pulling together around people who were dying of HIV and AIDS mm. who, who were ill who, who were looking at groups to call their family you know, so I, I believe there is a place for it, and I believe the unit groups are, are, are there, as you say, to be seen. And the thing is, in a gay community, if we didn't have like the kink groups, we wouldn't have people like Lady Gaga who can then use that as inspiration. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't have had George Michael using outside kink and fetish. No, but even before then, I still like outside. Um, <laughs> He was using the the kink community yes. as inspiration for videos or styling and things. Um, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Frankie goes to Hollywood. That that was inspirational. <laughs> that that was I think that was just more documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, but the reason that kink is there, in other words, who we are, and the outside world then takes that and desensitizes it. But if you're going to come to a pride march and you're going to get offended because someone's wearing leather. Or someone's in a get mask. Fuck off. Fuck right off. We don't need you. We don't need you. We don't need that type of person. Fuck right off. I mean, what, <laughs> it's not. You're saying that, but what, I mean, to me, what I see a lot of the prides is, is, and I'm seeing it less with the American ones. I see is a lot of the fetish stuff is guys. In, mm. the, in the UK, we don't have that kind of crossover community yet. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be pulling in the trans community, the lesbian community, saying no, no. Come out on your leather gear. Come out on your fetish gear. Because fetish and kink is not specific no. to gay men. No, it's not. Um, and I think more with places like the Torture Garden, who now do events in all the big cities. Yeah. That it is the people that go to Torture Garden that should be coming to Pride and being the allies because they're part of that community. They're not part of the gay community, but they're part of the fetish community, which is a big part of the gay community, and that is what an ally is. No, so oh, yeah. and then next one we went to see film in the city. Yes, so we went to see um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, it was so good. You look like so. We had to queue to get in. We were late the, to queue because someone was late to get food and then wanted to go to Sainsbury's for more food and drink, which I'm glad I got. Mm-hmm. We got no bad seats in the end. Still late. Did we get in? Mm-hmm. Even though the crazy woman was trying to turn away. I know. Um, and it was good. I mean, the weather held, thanks. I know, especially because it was supposed to rain. Like, it rained about half an hour before it started. Um, but there was a lot of people seemed to have gone in from the early movies, and that was then for the day. They kind yeah. of camped in for the day. Um, but it was good. It was nice to finally get out and see something in the park. Um, and it was, I know, it was definitely an experience. This is what, was, the fourth year that I've done it. Yeah. I quite like it. It's always relatively okay weather. Last year it was raining on the Saturday, but the Sunday was really nice. Um, but I think um, the Botanical Gardens also have one coming up as well. I think, yeah. I think theirs is a paid for yeah, I think it's one. You have to pay to get into £15 the gardens. £15 or something. Yeah. Whereas this was free. Yeah. Oh, and then after that, yeah, so, what came out yeah. is, um, is Taylor Switch. Now, I picked this up quite quick, I think, before you'd seen it this time and I actually bothered to put the link into it. And then you added kind of allyship or appropriation. Well, no, because it was me that put it in. Oh, I thought I'd already put the link for the video in at that point no, to ask me. you about it. No, it was me. Okay. It's in yellow. Mine doesn't show that. That's that's what's confusing. I've showed you I've showed you and explained to you how to do that. I have. 
I didn't say anything. No, I know. Um, so yeah, so the the Taylor Swift song, I've listened to it once, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. But there was a whole controversy because they were, she was using drag queens and drag artists and gay artists and behind the scenes it was predominantly an LGBTQIAA plus whatever other letters you want to add into it. Um, they were behind the scenes as well. And there was this big whole thing, is it allyship, is it appropriation? I think she's looked to put a pride song out there. I think I think that's what she's tried to do. Yeah. And and, and to be honest with you, I don't mind it. I think the video is what it is. It's a pop song fluff video. Yeah. If you don't know who these people are, you don't you won't yeah. get the references. You get what the video's trying to do, but you won't understand who these people are she's got in it. So she's got Todd Recall. Yeah, there's a whole load. Um the other guy who's always in Todd Recall's videos, music videos, whose name I can't remember. RuPaul. No, RuPaul is in it though. Um, um, and and Katy Perry's in it as well, which I think was was fun. Yeah. To, that was that was probably more fun as them kind of putting to bed this whole. My, I mean, I th- I think it's it's definitely I think it's both. I think it's allyship, and I think it's appropriation. You know, she started a petition. It's got God knows how many signatures now. Whether it's appropriation or not. It's the fact that in 2019, someone as big as her Mm -hmm. can see that, Paul, that wasn't me. (laughs) Um, Someone as big as her. And it goes with, because I've spoken about how it really annoys me that these big companies will paste, you know, the rainbow flag over everything during June, July and August in the UK. And it does annoy me because you don't see them doing anything all year round. But on the flip side of that, they're doing that because it's not a detriment to their profit making. Yeah. So whether they're marketing on a small community, it really makes no difference. But it's the fact that it is no longer seen as a negative to be gay or to be associated with anyone that's gay. Mm. And that's a huge step and that's a huge advance. And that's when it changes from tolerance to acceptance. And that's a big th- for yeah, me anyway, that's-, that's a big thing. So yeah, I, th- I think it's allyship. Um, I, th- I think it's appropriation. I think it was, you know, she had an opportunity. It looked like it was probably a really easy video to get together and put out really quickly. Mm. Um, I think it, I think it was just an opportunity, and why wouldn't you? Nope. And it's got everyone talking about her, and it's got everyone talking about pride, and it's got everyone talking about... It's got everyone politics. It's got everyone talking about her in a different way from her last video yeah. as well. Because she's always tried to sort of keep away from politics and everything like that whereas now she's not like she's she's donating personal money and personal wealth mm. to campaigns and things and she's talking about it and that that can only be a good thing for someone of her fame and influence now my next one is obviously we're getting into Edinburgh Pride and I picked this up just before Pride kind of came up did you see these anyway because I didn't see you get a picture I saw it. I saw a couple but I didn't get a picture yeah. and again I'm just going to point out that it was me that put it on okay Okay. You keep saying I. Well, that's because of mine. The things I remember putting on as well and seeing in there, and that's the problem. But yeah, um, I think there was ten sets of traffic lights that they put the the male, female, and I think they, I think they've done a few different ones. So I think they put the male, male, the male, female, the female, female um, on the green traffic lights. Yeah, which is absolutely. Amazing, it really is. Because I was looking for it in the in the wrong place as well. 
because I think I was looking for it to be the per- the crossing. Oh person. no no no! no it was actually it was actually the red amber the green lights. Yeah, no, but it was good. So then we get into Edinburgh Pride. Yes. You want to go first? No, you can go first. Um, so I started off with um, HIV Scotland. So, um, myself, the gingers, the boy, the ginger sister, um, who I hadn't seen since. Pride last year. It's this Pride Manchester yes, where you left her outside. I didn't leave her outside. <laughs> I was there for her the whole night until um, you and finally got her back home. Um, yeah, um, HIV Scotland asked us to take a photo and they put us on their Facebook. Good, good. It was a really good photo. Um, and I think we all donated a couple of pounds to the charity because they were handing out the cards so you just te- literally just text and it comes off your, yeah. your thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, that that's what I put down. Yeah, no, but so we went down to meet you. Uh, saw to, to saw each other for about five minutes. Yeah, before you wandered off. Um, mm. So I caught up with the Bears and I caught up with the rugby team, and then ended up walking. <gasps> yes, throwing some shade, but so I asked a question on Facebook. How does someone who hasn't played with a rugby team and hasn't really affiliated himself with a rugby team for at least five years feel appropriate to then march with the rugby team? Because the rugby team put out feelers to all of the old heads who asked them if they'd like to come along because it's the first time. Well, they certainly look old. Three years, I think they said, that they've actually organised to come along. Because the last couple of times, I think you said last year as well when you were at Pride, there wasn't very many people from the rugby team there there wasn't I know the year not that I had seen anyway the year we'd done it together we didn't see very many people there either no so this was the first time they kind of organised it and they did put feelers out for all of the old affiliated heads to come along and march in it so he they did living his out. best life with the young boys <laughs> sorry I've been shady as fuck no no that's alright I'm leaving <laughs> you to you. Um, so yeah so we kind of you kind of disappeared with your group into the march and we were walking with Xander unfortunately the puppy had to stop mm-hmm. to do the toilet and we were walking right in front of the girls with the drums yeah <laughs> so you can imagine that confusion moment while Xander's trying to pick things up but Xander done well the puppy got his picture in quite a few places yeah. with his hair um, although all of the pictures for all he was smiling a lot of them all the pictures they used are the ones where he looks really annoyed and <laughs> um, it's really strange um, but the, do- the dog also tried to eat the camera there was a guy taking pictures with the camera on the ground I'm not surprised <laughs> the dog tried to eat the camera um, yeah so we marched him came back caught up with a lot of the rugby team again when we got back into the ground I think you were in the France space yes and you were supposed to come up well we couldn't figure out how, what it was and Sandra didn't want to come up with the dog so we weren't sure if the dog would get in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all you want you didn't come down to see where I text you where, where we were you said yeah. we'll be up in a few minutes we're getting a drink and then about 20 minutes later we'll be up in a minute we're going to the toilet and then oh no we're not coming because we're going dog. for food well and I did tell you the dog ask you about the dog and I said I'm not sure I think yeah, so yeah and that's why we didn't come yep. up uh, so I went to so you then went out didn't you you kind of bounced around the clubs I did really I bounced around the clubs <laughs> that was well, was, it? It, was it busy? Was it good? Was it um, fun everything, everything, was was it? He, everything was heaving. Um, we done Planet Out, CC's, Tokyo, Cabal, back to CC's. Did you go to a drag show you were going to? Um, 
Yeah, but I think it finished by the time we got there. <laughs> um, I ended up at um, the swingers club, and then we're back to an after party, and then it was two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, so we went to Delph, which was actually good fun. Um, Mirko got himself on the list, so he was quite happy with himself and bounced around yep. a lot. So we had a great time in Delph. It was at um, La Belle. Yes. Which, which was nice, because it was um, big enough that it was busy, but yeah, LaBelle's good if, it's, if you can it's, get to the bar. Yeah, um, LaBelle's good for James when it's like a big event, like Pride. Yeah. Um, and that, that was kind of Pride overall, wasn't it? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yours is definitely the next one. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, it's from like going on from what we were talking about probably about a year and a half ago. Um, when my sister tried to tell my mum that I was on drugs because I took poppers. Have you made your mum read this article? I have. Um, so there was a recent study of 800 gay bisexual men in Australia and it's found that there is little evidence to suggest that poppers are in any way addictive or detrimental to mental health. Which I think anyone that takes poppers knows. Um, and they've decided that they're not, um, it's not going to be categorised as an illegal, illegal substance. Um, I do like the bit at the bottom though. Which one? So, it can increase heart, increase blood pressure, which can lead to strokes and heart attacks if inhaled excessively. Yes. The chance of a drop in blood pressure and fainting are high, along with vomiting, struggling to breathe. Studies have also indicated that they can cause other lasting damages to your eyesight, sexual performances, and immune system. Yes. But it doesn't then give you any context to. No. But so can paracetamol. Yeah. So you know, this is this is like this is my argument with anyone. It's like, oh, you take poppers, you take drugs. Yeah, but you're popping like ecstasy and you're taking cocaine. I, I, you know, mine isn't an illegal substance. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that study was really interesting. I think we should maybe do a poll just to see how many of our listeners use poppers. Yeah, and then if anyone's coming to the UK, we'd quite like you to bring um, double, double scorpion yes. over because we because keep hearing about it. I know, it. and they they don't ship to the UK because I've asked them. Yeah, um, they don't ship. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because I think they were talking about how it would then criminalise a, a huge population yes. for something that's not an illegal substance. Um, but, I mean, the study was in Australia, so it's slightly different to over here. But, like, clubs are now actively selling poppers in, in uh, venues But are they now. selling rush? They're selling rush, which is awful. It's like, you know, I'll pay £10 for a better bottle. <laughs> Just saying. I do love how upset you were with rush. It was, oh my god. Oh my god, it was so bad. Um, yeah, and then it was kind of, I think it was the week after Pride, um, I went go-karting. Did you break anything? No, but I did come in last. So just like Mario Kart. I don't always come in last in Mario Kart. <laughs> no, like, if Chris is playing, you don't. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went actual go-karting. It was so much fun. Um, my ankle was killing me after it. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Um, I think we are possibly trying to plan like a wee staff night out going go-karting. So the trick with go-karting though is a lot of them, because they have the same engine, The heavy, if you are the heavier of your friends there, yeah. the slower your cart will be. But again, it's also down to the, you're conscious of not crashing it. So I imagine you were driving quite, the first time around, I imagine you, drive, you drove quite gently. I did. And then after you realised you were fine, yeah. you then spend the rest of the time exactly like Mario Kart, uh-huh. trying to catch up and get out the pack uh-huh. with someone red shelling you every time you go past them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wonder who that is. 
<laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, it would be so much fun if they made Mario Kart into a real go-kart version where you could pick up things, things yeah. to throw at people. Um, oh, and then... The next sort yeah, of few are you. Yeah, so the next one was... Um, it then... We then got some rain in Scotland yeah. really randomly over a weekend. It just absolutely held down because you sent me a picture from you at work. Yeah. Um, with your boy waddling. My boss. Is that your boss? God. <laughs> That's my boss. Oh, poor boy. <laughs> like, yeah, it was up to his knees. And that was in the car park. Like, that was a car park. That wasn't like. It was. I mean, it, it was, was bad. It was three, three weeks of rain. Over two hours, was it? Over. No, I think it was like four hours that I think they've worked it out to. Um, so it was heavy, but it yeah, drained it away was. quite quickly. Well, you say it drained away quite quickly. I'm close to the Water of Leith, mm. so I went down on the same yeah. sculpture in there at the moment, which is just over seven foot tall standing in the water, and usually yeah. it stands clean above the water, and it was completely under the river. It was that high. Yeah, you could literally just see a slight movement yeah. in the river where the headship um, was. And the, I mean, it goes to show, because they've obviously put a lot of new flood defences in mm-hmm. down this, well down the River Leith. So it was interesting to see all of that working and coming down and watching just how high it had been yeah. um, on it. And then the next one ties back into... Oh, the next one isn't. The next one is you, and you're not allowed to exercise things. Yes. I got I got a ping on my watch to say you've been rowing. Yeah, so I was allowed to go rowing. <laughs> I'm still not allowed <laughs> to go you, rowing. Were you supervised rowing? I was supervised. Um... Yeah, so I like going to the gym. I like doing cardio. I really like the roar. The problem is is that my ankle, my knee, and my shoulder really doesn't like the roar or cardio or movement or impact or anything really apart from just staying still. So I had begged my physio to let me go and roll for a little bit. So he came with me. Um, I rolled for 15 minutes with uh, like one resistance. It was awful. Um... My ankle held up though, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I'm still not allowed to go, basically. <laughs> Can't believe you were supervised on a rowing machine. I know. Um, and then the next one ties back into Pride. So, speaking of companies doing things, was the Burger yes. King advert, for anyone seen it, where it was kind of the two, I want to say German. I think, I think so. Uh, the two older gentlemen getting married. The advert itself is very sweet. Um, I don't know how I'd feel about having a cremated burger turned into a diamond oh. for my ring, but it it was one of those adverts where it's like, the advert and the concept is very sweet. These two just did not look like people who would never no. eat at a Burger King. No. See, you thought it was sweet. I, oh, no. You thought, did you think it was crunchy? I felt nothing. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> the pair, even if, if they were a couple, if they were actually a couple, they seemed so disinterested. It was like, right, we're getting money for this, let's just do it. The concept, you can't turn a tiny a tiny burger like that into the size of diamond that it was supposed to be. Physically impossible. I don't it know, just, I just I just didn't it. like it. It was too twee, it was, if it was an actual advert that they put on TV and not just something they put online, maybe. But they'd done it to literally get the retweets. That's what, it, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. There, there definitely weren't people. They didn't that, feel like they were the customers. Burger King, they. I don't know, I just. Like when we, when we were talking about it, I, just, I felt nothing. <laughs> it, no. So the next one's you. Yeah, so, like, we go to Bread Meets Bread. Yes. Quite a lot, and it's one of my favourite um, burger joints. Um, and 
I don't know about you, but I go past barbecues. So barbecues is a barbecue um, restaurant on the Royal Mile in town. And I go past it, like, all the time, because it's just over the road from Starbucks, uh-huh. which I pretty much live in. So me and the work wife finally went, and oh my god, it is so good. It is really, really good. And for, for the quality of the food, it's really cheap. So we got two sides, a burger, a hot dog, and two bottles of cider, and it was like £50. Really, really good. Um, the quality is so good, so um, we're going to go back and like try the menu. I wonder if it's because it's on the Royal Mile they can't afford to be bad quality because it'll soon get a couple of bad yeah. reviews and you're, you're kind of no, exactly. there where you're on the um, kind of tourist route. But if anyone is going, like I do recommend it if you're anywhere near the Royal Mile, it is just over the road from Starbucks at the Trongate. Um, book online is easy. It'll like, take two seconds to book online because it's not the biggest place. Um, but it is worth it's worth going and it's worth waiting. But yeah, and then the next one's here again. Yeah. Now we've talked about this before. I'm sure you've talked about this before because yes. I've asked you about it before because I still don't get it. Yes. Yeah, so um, BCMB was shadow banned, and it's still shadow banned, and it's it's a frustration. But there's nothing that I can do. For some reason, Instagram decided to shadow ban my personal page. I don't know why, because I've not removed any photos. I've not posted anything that's inappropriate. But I've been shadow banned. So what shadow banning is, is that if you use a hashtag, mm-hmm. so on my personal one, I use bears, beards, bears, cubs and beards, bears, cubs and beards, one, gay, insta-gay, gay bear, gay cub, gay beard, LGBT, pride, body confidence, a whole, I use a whole load. So basically what shadow banning is, is that people use hashtags so that people that don't follow you can find you if they're looking at that hashtag. Yeah. So what shadow banning does is that it will not put any of your photos that you post on the the Worldview page. Yeah. I, I think it's called Inspire now. So my photos, if you don't follow me, my photos won't show up on there and amongst hashtags that I use. If you follow me, then it shows up, which means that you don't have any opportunity to expand your follower count. Hmm. So that's what shadow banning is. So they've shadow banned me and I'm really annoyed. It's really, really frustrating. I don't know. I've given up figuring out how I get followers. They just turn up. They do. <laughs> they just turn up and every often I put one picture up and that tends to work. <laughs> so the next one's you. Uh yeah, Drag SOS started on yes, Channel 4. So with the family gorgeous. Indeed. Which Have you caught up on it yet? No. You asked me this last I, night. Well, I did. Well, I did. But you also don't sleep, right? So, no, I know. So, I don't know. Do you want me to go into this, or do you want to wait till you've had a chance to watch some of them? And no, go on. Talk, yeah. We talk about it then. Um, so, Drag SOS is, um, in the UK, it's a Channel 4 production. Mm-hmm. It is a drag makeover show with the family gorgeous now we've talked about Cheddar Gorgeous before uh, yeah Ched, on the show yeah and I think we've spoken about Anna as well because I love Anna mm. I th- her oh my god her Instagram is just fucking sickeningly good oh so, my, it's so good I mean what what fascinates me with, with the first bit of the show which kind of is weird is the guys are in drag all of the time yeah which I think I don't think the channel floors have really thought through because that's a the drag these guys do is really high concept there's a lot of painting yeah. You know, so that's a long time to be in and drag for but it's it's also still very twee where it's um, the stories and the emotions are trying to make happen 
sometimes feel a little bit forced. Yeah. Um, but it is only season one, so I think I think they are finding their feet. I've only seen the first couple, and the first couple of the makeovers have done have been very good. Um, the team are making all of the costumes. Yeah. For um, the contestants there, and makeup, and there is there's been two really big sweet story arcs. So the first the first episode, you have the dad and his drag queen son, mm-hmm. where the dad's a, kind of a, a lad's lad. And they kind of make them over, and he kind of under, he kind of gets that. Yeah. And then the second one, because they're doing both men and women. Yes. So the second one is, is they do do a woman who's kind of she's very involved in the community, um, and unfortunately her husband's been ill. You know, and they kind of make her over because she didn't really get to have the big wedding mm-hmm. thing. The, the, there was a big pink bridesmaid, you know, and the husband. It's all very sweet, and then obviously at the very end, unfortunately, they do announce that he didn't. You know, he did pass away, so it, it, they, they've hit some really big, yeah, emotional arcs. But they are still meeting that kind of. You no, know, when they're out, where people go, oh no, we don't understand why you're doing drag. You know, you know, a man should be a man, um, and the drag is very different, I think, from what you see on Drag Race. Yeah, the Family Gorgeous drag is definitely high concept. Yeah, because it's it's men and women. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I think it's interesting if anyone's not seen it it is on um, more 4 at the moment still on catch up mm-hmm. um, so we'd because they're only on episode 3 you know, is that a 6 episode yeah, season yeah it's, it's really short but I think it also adds adds the question to when we were kind of debating queens going into Drag Race UK I don't think Cheddar's going to do UK Drag Race having done this first now and this has got know. this has got out ahead of the curve in the UK as well yeah so it's out before UK Drag Race um, I don't know I would I would love to see I'd like to see Cheddar do it. I would love to see Cheddar, Anna, or Licorice do Drag Race. Yeah. But I would like to see them do Drag Race America. Like, I'd like to see them do the... the... It wouldn't be nice to go over and kind of make up for the mess that Charlie made. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh, my God, Charlie. Um, You know, because it's not a fair representation. No. Because the thing is, particularly with the whole whole family, uh, Gorgeous, they're, they're high in concept, but they're not... I don't think they would fit into the Dragula yeah because they're not that kind of extreme performance yeah. extreme performance is not the right word um, no I, not no, the I shock, think it is shock value no I, th- no I think you're right yeah um, but yeah no I would, I would love to see Cheddar go over and say to Rue this is actually what British Rue, drag yeah. is because I don't th- like Michelle knows what drag in the UK is but Rue has no idea and I don't even think that Rue would have any idea after she's filmed this season because <laughs> let's be honest she went from studio to hotel well you know let's not beat around the bush she doesn't really care about the drag community she cares about making a profit and turning a profit which is a smart business model I'm not saying that it's not but you know don't say you're the mother of drag when you're not out to celebrate all forms of drag no, and I think that's what the family gorgeous does. They, because yeah, they do have, they, they, they do they, they can do pageant drag. They can do the more cabaret drag. They do high concept drag. They do it all. They're fucking amazing live. Like to see them in person is absolutely amazing. I mean, I mean, Cheddar looks stunning in all of the shots when you see him. In, in I know my favorite shot, and it's almost like the gender fuck shot. Stephen's got Cheddar's Instagram up. At the I've moment, literally got. I, I, I honestly like on a daily basis. Um, I, I just look at Cheddar's Instagram because it's just fucking amazing. There is one image where she's painted as a unicorn. 
but it's that gender fuck. So there's no breastplate. I don't. I don't think Cheddar ever uses breastplate. No, usually it's. Um, but it's very much masculine body. Like the the arms are definitely like full on like muscle boy arms, and then they've got the gender fuck of the really high concept makeup, and it's like the body makeup, and the you know she's crystallized her pubic area. It's just one of my favourite, all-time favourite photos of Cheddar. It really is, sorry. I, I'm proper fanboying, but I, <laughs> no, no, I know, it's love fine, Cheddar. It's but it's like, my, I, I might actually post that later. But, and then my, my last one for this one, which I think was fun. So I was playing with someone the other week. And you know that kind of break you're having? Um, See, you say that I don't, because so, I just so keep you don't, going and going you, and going you until don't I'm because, ready to leave. Yeah, because you, because you have a plan. You're in usually to suck someone off. Yeah. And then when you've done that, you're off. So, because I'm first, there was a, there'd been a lot of fucking going on, a lot of sucking going on. But you kind of get to that point where you need a break. You're both kind of puffing and panting and a bit sweating. So you end up top to tail, you know, with a leg open and you know a penis in your hand, and you just genuinely tug mm-hmm. away because you want to get soft hard. And we just got in this conversation going, ah, oh, resting sex phase. <laughs> you know, but you need to kind of have a quick break, but you don't want to let them get too soft or too relaxed because you know you want to go again. But you're not quite ready to come. Yeah, <laughs> I know you obviously don't. I, you I, obviously I, don't, I don't get. get I, I don't, I don't get that. Um, but it was, it, it was one of those things. Of going, oh god, yeah. Obviously, because I'm quite chunky and old, I do this quite often. <laughs> it's like, mm. <laughs> maybe you should count. I mean, have to have to do this in a session. <laughs> um, and then I. The been, next stuff's all yours. Yeah, so the next one is just because I was talking about it a lot. I've just done a quick rugby. Yes, chunk, and I'm not sure where to put this into a thing yet. It just happens to be down here. I might put it further back, you know, with where events start. Yeah, and it's just because there's a lot of stuff coming up with the rugby. I thought it'd be easier for us to put it aside, and then I'm not throwing it in as we go. So the Thebans recently had their dinner and awards. Yeah, did you actually, go? I didn't add this in the notes because I didn't go, and you tend to I only, say, you, I only, te- you tend to tell me I should add things if I'm going. No, um, well, I will, well, no, I added it in with a question mark because it had showed up on my Instagram feed. Yes, because. We Sam won an award. Uh, no, it wasn't Sam's. Was it not Sam's? It wasn't Sam's that showed up on. I can't remember whose it was. No, Sam. Uh, speaking of Sam, Sam won the award, and then Sam had the cheat to do press ups this week on his Instagram story. After going, oh, I've done all this running at training. To me, to reply back to him, going, you didn't do the running at training this week. You stood and, he- and helped. <laughs> you know, it was, it was quite funny, and now he's complaining that I called him fat. So you call him fat, you call him short, you call him a hobbit. He keeps touching me without consent. Don't believe that for a second. Oh, really? Don't believe that for a second. <laughs> Screamed him. So at the moment, um, also with Thebans, we're in uh, boot camp again, which was our introduction mm-hmm. to rugby. So I've done some coaching to help with that this time around. Uh, I've only seen one person with a black eye so far. So it's going well. Mm-hmm. No, Why has um, that person got a black eye? Because he ran at someone built like a tank and bounced. Um, Who was it? Uh, really, like I can remember names. Um, it was, but what was funnier is the guy he'd been tackling was terrified of him. So the guy he was tackling is built like me, is quite, mm-hmm. it's quite stoic, and the guy he was paired with was quite thin. And by the end of it, I think the thin guy had terrified. <laughs> it was great to watch. Um, and then obviously the Birmingham Bulls have Touch My Brum which yes. is their annual touch tournament on and that's from the 27th of July so two weeks time yep and then in the October we've got the Thebans Clinic which is 25th to 27th of October so I yes. might move that into the calendar yes. dates 
Um, and then, of course, the one that I wanted to put in just to get bits for it is Bingham, yes. which is 2020. Because I don't know if you decide if you fancy going. I'm not going. You're not, you're not going to do that one? No. Uh, so that's the 8th to the 17th of August 2020 in Ottawa. Yeah. And then the last one there is Mark Reading Ed's book, which he started but hasn't finished. How much have you started? Because um, the last time you read the title of the first Yeah, I've read the first chapter. page. Um, which is still time more, is ticking. <laughs> which is still more than you've done. No, I'm up to page like 65. I'll, of what, of Ed's book? Yes. Oh, right. I didn't know you were actually reading it. Yes. Oh. We, so just want to point out, we spoke about this and we spoke about it on the podcast and I had to show you where I was on the I, book. I don't remember you showing me where you were yes. on the book, sorry. Um, right, uh, we want to take a break yes, and then so we will do our... We will take... Are we doing our terrible movie reviews yeah, you like to call us? They're horrible. So they're awful. That's good. Um, so yes, we will see you in a minute after this quick break with music by Jonas Gladnikov <laughs> done yeah. what does Paul not like it when I say it's because you from... said presented presented by <laughs> yes because he's not here to present it so uh-huh. he's right technically so yes, <laughs> yes here's a little break from Jonas and we're back with Crap, movie. Uh, oh my god, ah. I fucked that up. <laughs> Do you want to try again? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> so, we're crap, movie reviews. And we've got quite a few because we have, we have five we'll, weeks worth of movies. Yes. Um, so, we went to see Brightburn. The reverse, Superman. Yeah, no. I really liked it up until the end. I didn't mind it, but it was just Superman in reverse. Um, I liked all the death scenes. Oh, the, it was the death scenes were comedy for they comedy were, value. It was the the very first um, kill scene where there's the glass in her eyeball, and when she's looking, well, you don't see that kill scene. It's because you don't see him kill her. No, but it's, it's that it's that whole scene before yeah. she she disappears, and he manages to shatter glass into her eye, and you see the glass actually move when she's looking around, and she pulls it out, and, and she pulls it out. Oh my god, it was so gross, but it's so good. Um, yeah, if you're looking for an anti-hero movie, I read up some of the the bits which they've not put into this. So mm-hmm. there is a there, there was supposed to be seen at the end with the you know the girl that he wanted to be yes with, with her getting like an artificial hand and ah. she effectively becomes the hunter ah that that would be good for him and things and it, it, but then they could make that into the next the next movie because I, I think I'll get a next movie I think so I think I think it was quite fun um. And it was, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't really gory horror. It was no. more. Even the suspense stuff wasn't yeah. suspense. The go- the gore was for comedy value than anything else. Oh, it's when he kills the dad. I know that was so good. The dad was hot. The dad was hot. Um. Then I went to see Charles play. Don't go and see it. I'm not going to review it. It was awful. It was shit. It wasn't scary. <sighs> Disappointed. Was it not even funny? Scary. No. I was oh. so disappointed. So they had so much potential with where to take yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't see this, so. And all the good bits were in the trailer. Like, the only good bit was when he kills the boyfriend with the lawnmower. Right, yeah, and you've seen that in the trailer. That was the only good bit. That was like, a boyfriend? Ugh. It looked like he was a granddad. I was a boyfriend. Um, and then we both went, see, yes. well, we both went separately to see Toy yes. Story 4. It's a wrap-up movie, isn't it? To, to, write, to write out the characters, because... Um, is it Tom? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks doesn't want to do it anymore. And effectively, it's a how do we write this character out of the out of the yeah. show? Um, and it was, it was a sweet little movie. It was all right. It, 
Toy Story didn't need it. I feel Toy Story no. finished well with the last one, but it's a it's a good little movie. There's some great little moments in it, and it's nice to see that they don't push a whole bunch of new toys. No, which I think is what was important with it. I think for me anyway, it was that right. Toy Story is very misogynistic. Mm. In in parts, um, the first three were quite misogynistic. It was very much all about the males and. The, the females were the damsels in distress type of character. Yeah. And it did feel like it was like, we need to empower one of the female toys and let's make it bow. And that's what it felt like to me. It just felt like it was trying to push that too hard. Yeah. So it didn't make it feel authentic. Yeah, I can see that. And I quite I quite like Bo's character in this one. It was good to get yeah. her back. No, I'm not like Bo Bo was amazing and I, and it was a great character, but The Sheep were better. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get on with the creepy mannequins? They were all right. Oh, hello. I don't know who that is. No, he's quite close to here, isn't he? Well, he's a, a clomer, are Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Stephen's on Grindr whilst we're doing more reviews. Well, well, the puppy was messaging me. Oh, what's he saying? Because no. quite clearly, having put a message up saying we're doing the podcast, he's messaged to no, ask yeah. how the podcast is going. Um, so, and then went to see Spider-Man. Went to see Spider-Man and the... 4D, X. What's it called? Screen X. X. Um, and we made kind of a bit of a mistake about where we sat. Yeah. I think, so, I think to appreciate it. I think with Screen X. So what Screen X is, is you've got your main screen mm. and then you've got the the wall to your left and the wall to your right turns into screens for certain scenes. But the closer you are, the, the near, not the closer, but the nearer you are to the front you lose perspective of the image, it's pixelated because it's obviously geared to being at the back. So you get that three-dimensional look. But even with the fact that, for me anyway, that it was pixelated and it wasn't quite there and, you know, the aspect and the ratio and everything just weren't quite right, it was distracting. Yeah, and it, it's not all the way through the movie. It's no, just certain and that, scenes. that was what it was distracting with. Even if they had just had ambient lighting round the sides, it might have made it a little bit easier for the transition from what was a scene and what wasn't a scene. But it was just jarring that you'd get like this, you'd be surrounded by light, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's dark at the sides. I didn't like it. But nothing, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm not going to go and see anything. I still like the, the 4DX. More. Yeah. I'd rather not see it in 3D and 4D. No, I I hate, like I, I, I'm not a massive fan of 3D. Um, so back to the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yes. Um, was good, Apart from the fight scenes, which were just a little bit too over the top, so you couldn't yeah. see what was happening. No. Um, I liked it. I like where they're taking the new version the story of art, The story art is getting good. Um, and it's Zendaya. I keep forgetting it's Zendaya that's playing... Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. I keep forgetting because she looks so much older in The Greatest Showman. Yes, she does. It's like, you can't be 12 and 25. You can't. <laughs> it's not fair. Um, and it's... I, I think it's nice. And I like that they don't make the characters in this stupid. No. They, you know, and they pick up where Avengers have left off. So you're, you're coming in at the... Yeah, it's pretty so, much so, like a few months later. Yeah. So, so this has happened. The, you know, we're not ignoring what's happened in the Avengers universe. We're just moving on. Tony yeah. Stark's still dead. You know, we're going to deal with how it goes. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is hot as hell, and he should have been topless all the way through. Just saying. You know, who was playing Mysterio? Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of liked the twist for Mysterio. Mysterio's always a bad guy. Yeah, I just didn't know how they were going to make him a bad guy. No. In this one. 
Um, but yeah, it, it was a Marvel movie. Lots of fight scenes. Worth staying for the last two. Yeah. Two credit bits yeah. were fun. Um, and it's been up long enough now that we may as well talk about it. so if you've not seen it spoilers on this one yes so the first one is the reveal where everyone now knows who Spider-Man is yes which was hilarious but not as funny as the last one where it turns out that um, Samuel L. Jackson's character yeah I know I, I <laughs> totally forgot about that isn't who you think he is no it's the two guys from Captain Marvel, Marvel yeah <laughs> which is really good and I think that would be a nice crossover a Spider-Man Captain Marvel movie well, this is it. I would really like that because it's two characters that are actually really well liked within the Marvel universe. I think he's the reason why Spider-Man's so much a lot more liked now because yeah. I think from the last couple of incarnations of Spider-Man, I know, but Andrew Garfield's really hot as well, <laughs> and that's not my type. <laughs> I was about to say you definitely have a type of Spider-Man you like. <laughs> well, no, 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 Andrew Andrew Garfield because he's that twinky ginger look. Plus, I love the anti M story arc. With, <gasps> it, it, are they, yeah. aren't they sleeping with, with a, Happy? With Happy. Uh, to the very end, but where it's like, so we need to talk about your relationship. And he's like, we're just having fun. And yeah. he's like, no, we're seeing each other. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Such a realistic conversation. <laughs> um, so that was that one. And then we both went to see yesterday. Yes. I didn't mind it. It was a bit, it, it was very twee. It was. Uh, I, I liked it. Until the end, when they wrapped it all up into a nice little rom-com. It was always going to be a rom-com. No, I know, but but I didn't think it was going to be because it's Danny Boyle, and I quite like Danny Boyle, and he does he does sometimes have um, endings that are unexpected. But to wrap a movie up, so should we go from the beginning of this? Yeah. So, so the premise is there's a, a solar flare, effectively, and suddenly things which were always present in the world yeah. disappear. They've never apart been, from a few people who are either in seem to have been un- have, yeah, unconscious. Or unconscious. Um, so, so things like the Beatles, the Beatles, Coca Cola, Coke's, Coke's my um, favorite one, which is not there. <laughs> Harry Oasis, Potter. Harry Potter, are all gone. No one knows what they are. So, and the whole idea is is that this guy then writes and in, inverted commas um, the Beatles, Beatles songs ca- and, and makes them out to be his own. And it's all about his basically him going through a crisis of conscience yes about it um, but it also has a crazy woman in from Ghostbusters and I know uh, Kate McKinnon thank you love Kate McKinnon she can do no wrong <laughs> she's playing the same character she plays she, yeah she only plays herself um, um, as the manager yeah which is a great scene when he gives the music away for free at the end I know <laughs> but it was as soon, as soon as he gave that music away for free and it was like oh, we're going to get a four years on part to this. <laughs> where he's all loved off and there's going to be kids and then all of a sudden fade to black four years later. It's like, oh. Um, but again, what they do is they throw in a really clever moment where obviously because the Beatles has never happened, he meets up with um, John Lennon. Yes, I thought that was really good. That, uh, and, and that was um, Robert Carlyle. Yes, it was. I was like, because when I saw it, I was like, I know that voice, I know that voice, I know that voice. And it wasn't like, oh, that's... Um, Begbie or anything it was yeah that's from Paul Stiltskin yes from Once Upon a Time I was like (gasps) (laughs) but that was good makeup and it was good makeup and it was the scene was done really well it was and it was I mean even to the point where there's people remember what's going on and they kind of you think they're coming to blackmail them to ask, ask, ask for money and it's you know it's not they kind of thank him for bringing it back 
Um, Ed Sheeran actually wasn't completely despisable in it. He wasn't. My, my problem is about Ed Sheeran playing any role is that he should never have been on Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I will forever hate him for that. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, yes, it, was a, it was a nice wee movie. It's a rainy movie, especially the yeah. weather we're having here at the moment. Um, and then you went to see the next I one. I went to see Midsummer. So I would spell? Yes. Sommer. Yes, because it's Swedish. I think Swedish? Nor- Norwegian? No, Swedish. Sure, it's Swedish. So it's an Ari Aster movie. Um, so it's always going to be a bit left field out there. You're not really sure why the ending's the ending and all of that. Um, so the premise is, is these students go back to one of the guys' hometowns, which is a commune, because it's their midsummer festival and the the big festival that they have it only happens once every 90 years and it's about how they try to integrate into the community and what the festival is and it's hard to describe it really is hard to describe um there's a couple of gory scenes where the two elders of the community commit suicide and the scene with the woman so anyone's going to see just the scene with the woman when she hits the rock it's just awesome it's like so gory her face just splits in half and you see it ricochet off it and oh it's so good but the the, the one thing that just took away from the movie but it's the only thing that I think people will remember from the movie is there's a sex scene so they're all all the community are technically related to each other so when they're trying to birth new people they bring people in to the community from outside to repopulate right so that there's not a lot of incest going on because they like the incest just to be for their seers who writes their book which is basically their their not their religion because it's not really a religion it's more a cult but yeah their your traditional like like community seer from like or like witchcraft yeah. sort of type thing so they, they do like their incest for that um, but the, the, yeah the sex scene is really weird so right in the very beginning it shows you how they seduce the men so they cut their pubic hair they put it in a pie and they make them eat the pie um, their um, period blood goes into a drink and they make them drink that and they seduce them that way so this this girl seduces them like that and this whole sex scene so he he's, he's basically drugged and he, go, he goes to have sex with this girl and she's just lying in this bed of flowers and then just like all the the elder women so from like this so they do things in seasons um, and every season 16 years so it looks like it's the women from um, fall and winter so it's like the older women of the community yeah. are like standing naked behind her and she opens her legs and they start to have sex and she starts to moan and then they start to moan and sync with her and then one of the women comes and like holds her hand and then touches his face and like he's like what the fuck like what the hell is going on and then they all start moaning in unison with this girl is like getting fucked for the first time and then this older woman goes behind him and like grabs his ass and like starts like pushing him into her. It's the most bizarre sex. Like I'm not even. Just, it's like hilarious and like the whole cinema was like laughing their heads off. And it's just, it's just so bizarre. And then interspersed with that, his actual girlfriend that came on holiday with him has became like the May Queen. 
and then she like sees this happening she like they try to distract her by like giving like making her the may queen and then she comes and she's like, what's going on there? Because she can hear all, like, the screaming. So she goes and has a wee look through the keyhole, realises that her boyfriend's fucking this random girl. And then, like, she runs away and, like, like is wailing her heart out. And then all the girls that are with him start, her, start wailing at the same time. So you've got this scene where it's, like, this sort of climactic sex scene where they're wailing in sort of, like, ecstasy. And then her wailing in pain is just, it's just so funny. But don't go and see it, it's awful. Yeah, I don't It's about I'm... an hour and a half too long and it's only like an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not the only one who's seen that. And then we went to see um, Stuba. No, I went to see Blinded by Light first. Oh, Blinded by Light. Sorry, you did secret screening. Yes, so there's two secret screenings this month. And they're all on a bloody Tuesday. No, the other one's on a Monday. Oh, was that on a Monday? Yep. Oh, I might get to that one then. Well, I booked tickets, told you yeah. that. Uh, sorry, I thought it was a Tuesday game. No. Um, Blinded by Light, so it is an 80s drama... Um, about this Indian kid who discovers Bruce Springsteen falls in love with Bruce Springsteen's lyrics and songs and it's all about him using Bruce Springsteen's lyrics as inspiration to try and get out of the family dynamic that he's in and he wants to be a writer but his dad doesn't want him to be a writer and he has to follow what his dad says because that was the culture at the time and all of that it's, it's, it's a little it's a really good drama the music's great because it's Bruce Springsteen you know you can never go wrong with a bit born in the USA um, yeah, I wouldn't go and see it again though. I mean, it was good, but not rewatchable. But I wouldn't watch it again. Right, so we've done that one. Yes. And then we're on to Stuber this yes. time. Try again. Um, which is the boy from Guardians of the Galaxy, which I couldn't figure out. Who yes, was. Um, Steve Batista, who should have been topless the whole way through. <laughs> I don't know. He was funny in this. So he also, he was, he also has yeah. another movie coming out, which looks like it's going to be exactly the same. Which is yeah. which looks like to be just as much fun with the um, where he's the cop with a girl, the, the, the cop with the young girl seeing him as the cop and he's she's kind of trying. Oh to yeah, when he's the the spy. Yeah, and she's kind of like she just like you could tell when people are lying at you they blink twice and she's like you've never used steroids. <laughs> I know. I I swear to God I am going to find that on YouTube and I am going to cut it and I'm going to post it and I'm going to throw shade to some people some people so Stuber is about a guy who works in the who's called Stu who works in a store and has an Uber as a side yes. business Dave Batista not Steve um, in an electric car and it's it, it's quite a light hearted comedy why does he look like um, think Iron Man in that picture I think it's just because the sunglasses the glasses, it's the the blue light sunglasses. Yeah. sunglasses. Um, what's the other one called? He's at, he's come. It'll be coming up, won't it? Let's um, see. Oh, we've got nine upcoming projects. Um, My spy. Yeah. My spy looks fun as well. It looks the same. Oh, he's playing Beast in um, June. In June. June. Yes. Oh, cool. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Is June? Is this another TV version of June, or are they doing um, a movie? Feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel with the son of a noble fam. Nope, it's a feature. Ah, interesting. Um, so we get Stuber, lots of comedy moments. Sorry, this is an amazing cast. Yeah, it was. Sorry. I've seen the um, cast list for Jason, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Timothy Chalamet, um, Oscar Isaac, Javier Bardem, Charlotte Rampling, love her. Um, 
huge amazing cast sorry right. yeah it is I don't believe you've just seen that now. Yes. I, realize. I, didn't, no. I knew they were doing it I just didn't know if they were doing it as a TV or a movie um, but sorry yeah back to history let's do it uh, so lots of light comedy moments in it yes yeah. um, a couple of plot holes in it mm-hmm. which didn't make a lot of sense um, but some, some really fun moments in it great twist at the end which you kind of see coming um, with who Stuber ends up with yeah uh, we're trying not to give too much away because it has just it only come just out. came out um, but if you want to go and see a very light hearted action movie um, and there's a plus side they haven't ruined a lot of the scenes you've seen in the trailers of slightly no, different is, in the movie yeah. so that scene you see where he's throwing the gas canister out you don't see you the, don't actually see how they do it in the movie which is, is really good there's some <laughs> really like quite oh graphically gory for, for it being a, a 12 yeah there was quite graphic um, but it's also funny because he's with Thingy at the opening scene isn't he the girl from um, Doctor Who yes in Pond yep you also get to play with her again <laughs> I know. I, I think you're right. I definitely think it was like, we need someone for you to play your cop partner. No. Can you just get one of your friends in? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be for a quick high action moment. Ask her if she fancies running around and doing this. <laughs> but again, it was a really good, it was a good, it was a fun scene. Fun, yeah, the opening, the opening 15 minutes are good. It moves, the movie moves quick. Yeah. It doesn't lag for, for, for much of it at all. And then straight after that, we went to see um, Anna. Anna. Which actually I really, I really enjoyed liked. as well. This is the movie that I think Red Sparrow should have been. Absolutely. Um, Helen Mirren playing... Oh, playing just... Not the Queen. No, playing the woman... <laughs> Helen Mirren playing the girl from um, the, Invisible, the Invincibles. Edna, Edna Mode. Mode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Russian Edna Mode. Um, no, it was good. It's a Russian double-crossing spy movie. Um, again, I think it was if the writers of Red Sparrow and the writers of Anna had got together, they'd have made one fantastic movie. Yeah, because there was bits that weren't good in Anna, like you didn't like the the time jumping. The time jumping did get a little bit confusing. The time jumping threw me because I kind of lost. Tra- we started in the nineteen nineties and then we went to ninety five, and then they start dropping back and forward. But you then never get a. You're never sure like what year you're where, in. where you where you are from that point, and then you kind of because it jumped. You get a scene, and then it jumps back to show you what's actually yeah, happening. Like, yeah, and there's do like there's about ten or twelve times when it's like four years, the three years um, past, or four months in the future, and things like that. So it, it was a bit confusing. Um, but I really liked it. I thought the acting was the Russian really boyfriend's hot. Good, Alex Evans. Is um, it Alex Evans? Yes, I think you looked at this last. Is it night. Alex Evans? Um, but no, but it was it was a clever spy compared to some of the spy movies we've seen recently. It was a clever spy movie. Yeah. Um, even when she's you know, Helen Mirren's carrying characters twists. Luke Evans. Great. Who's Alex Evans? One of the Evans brothers. Who's a producer? Don't know. But Luke Evans, he's the one that got his cock out in Ma. Ma. <laughs> Such a beautiful cock. Um. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, no. Anna, Anna was fun. It was it was a clever little spy movie, and it moves quick again, like it, um, Super. It didn't, yeah. Because it, 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 when you start, you think, oh, it's going to be a bit dry, and then it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hold that at all. It, no, it, it works quite well. But yeah, Sasha Luce, who played Anna, amazing. Yes, so she good. Was, she was very good. So so good. 
Who was playing the girlfriend? Um, Lida Abova. Don't know who that is. She was. She's, she, only, she's only done Anna. She was very good as well. I really liked her. Yeah. She's, she's... I've got a funny feeling a lot of them are at like models that have had like a little bit of acting training. Yeah. Um, but um, so many moments of <gasps> Nokia's. <laughs> I know it was when that, that I had that phone, that color, like that was my phone. I still have it. Um, but yeah, it was a Nokia thirty three thirty. Yeah, thirty three thirty. It had snake on it. Yeah. I had like snake too. But she, but, but she's great because it's a spy movie where the spy gets what she wants out of it. Yeah, and eventually. You, you know, you kind of think she's gonna be double cross, and there's some awesome kick-ass scenes in it. There is. Um, is the fight scene in the restaurant as we were talking about last night? It just it, the whole thing just reminded me of the fight scene in the guy, the spy who dumped me, with Kate McKinnon. Yeah. And Mila Kunis. I know that still has my favourite scene when she's on the high wire. I know. <laughs> I genuinely think that they just said to her in that. Well, she said to them, "I was like, I want to do a, a murder scene where I get to be on a tree. Thanks. Just make it work." <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend Anna. Yeah. Um, right, are we going to throw in another quick break um, and before we wrap everything up? Yes, well, upcoming movies that we've got. Is that not in future plans? Or are you looking um, at what no. So we've got the secret screening on the Monday. Yeah, so I've booked out already. Um, Matrix Tonight. Yep. So what, is it the Matrix 20th? 20th anniversary 4K restoration. So which screen are they putting it in? Um, I'll tell you now. Screen 2. Hmm. At least it's not the wraparound screen. No. I don't think they'd have to put that in the X screen. Yeah. Like, I don't... Like, they'd probably put it in that screen, but I don't think they'd have the... The wraparound the two, effect. The two screens on. And, yeah, that's... Lion King's coming Lion up. Lion King. That's really it. There's not a lot... There's not a lot of movies, like, coming up in the near future, anyway. You want to go and see that alligator movie? Oh, that looks terrible, but it looks awesome fun as well. But it's Sam Remy. There's even in the upcoming stuff. There's not much showing there. No, crawl, no. crawl. Um, <gasps> more importantly, so excited for Christmas. Why? Downton Abbey the movie. <gasps> I know <laughs> they've got a longer trailer now. I know it's that the one with Maggie Smith where she does the curtsy. Yes. <laughs> Would you like a hand up? <laughs> I feel like you don't want to be here all day. Um. And I, and I, I can understand why people don't get excited for Downton Abbey and things, but I know I like a good period drama, uh, and his writing is Julian Fellows is beyond amazing. Like he knows how to write, and what I think is really good is he his style of writing is once he gets to know the actor, he then writes for the actor. I think that's why I like Aaron Sorkin as well. Like he'll write a piece, and then as soon as he gets to know how the actor works and how the actor thinks, he then writes that role for the actor rather than oh, I need to keep to the character. Um, but yeah, Julian Fellows. So he's done Gosford Park. He's done obviously Downton Abbey. He done the Titanic spin-off from Downton Abbey. He wrote Monarch of the Glen, which is still one of my all-time favorite dramas. What I'm loving with the picture for the Downton Abbey movie yeah. is that Maggie Smith is in the front with the dog of course Maggie Smith is in the front with the dog and that is um, Hugh Bonville's dog I think <laughs> well the dog in the the TV series mm. like his dog in, in the show is his dog in real life yeah I know I'm really looking forward to Downton Abbey I want to see where they're going to take it because it, it kind of it feels like they're, they're wrapping up a period yeah piece. I think so uh, 
Because he keeps threatening to kill Maggie Smith off. I don't but he can't. Until <laughs> she dies, he can't. Like, every female role that he writes off a woman of a certain age is for her. He literally wrote Gosford Park because he wanted to write something for her. You know? He can't I, kill her off. I know, but she was still better than Downton Abbey when she wasn't got the car, I, know, I think. I know, <laughs> She just got the The thing lines. is, that the role that he wrote for her, for Downton Abbey, was the role that he really wanted to write for her for Gosford Park. That yeah. was the character role that he wanted to write for her. But the... The production company were like, no, we need to go in this direction. So we rewrote it. Um, no, I think that's it, movie-wise. Um, yes. So, Instagram, because we don't have any drag race yet. We don't have any news on UK drag no. race. Uh, although, has DragCon been in London already? This mm, drag World? No, I don't think so. I don't know when that is. I don't, that, is that not August? It too, well, It's soon, but I don't think it's happened yet. Mark's Mark Googling very quickly. So, Drag World UK is on the 17th of August. Right. Also, just for Manchester Pride, the weekend before. Well, so the London boys can't complain. No. That's maybe why there's rumours that Willem's going to be in Manchester. Oh, Because he'll be over for it. Yeah. So, that wouldn't surprise me if they get a whole bunch of them over, because yeah. usually, um, is it Club Kids? Club Kids, yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. I mean, that would certainly help them with the sales mm-hmm. um, so we're on Instagram yeah so before we start with the Instagram what did Mark forget on the last podcast to do to try and link up Jaffa's Instagram yes I did ask Jaffa I said it's a bit tricky just to do it or you could have just taken one from his Instagram so you could link it to it I know I just still not quite sure how to do it I will get you to show me after mm-hmm. the thing so I have are you want to do yours first no you go first are we adding Cheddar as well seeing as again um, no, I'm just going to add cheddar anyway. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I picked um, Cockeye Kink, and I don't know if they're actually a closed a closed page. Um, no, they're not. I also don't understand why it won't open the link. Right, so come out of it, come out of the notes, go back into the notes. Where am I? That second one. And then click onto it. There we go. Um, so Cockeye Kent is a le- le- leather harnish and fit egg scare made with custom made cut metal um, I've had a few friends model for them but their stuff's really nice yeah. and from my point of view because I'm quite big and chunky I like my leather gear to be thick from wearing a mm-hmm. harness I don't like it to look like I'm wearing straps uh, but I love their panelling because they've got um, you can kind of get paw prints on the buckles and the fastenings or you can get woof or you can get girl, you, can, you, you, can, get can, you can get any design that you want so I'm when the first up their page I was having a good look at it um, if you give them a design they'll put it onto it because it's, it's, laser, laser, it's cut. laser cut um, but it is the, the stuff is really pretty and it's it's solid which I like as well yeah it, so looks, I, it looks very well made so I thought I'd go with that um, and I'll probably pick one of one. Yeah. <laughs> probably that picture what <laughs> oh, are you, are you going to use him oh he is gorgeous he is so cute he is, so is his husband Bob's on there as well so mm. um <laughs> I might go with one with Bob on, um, but there's a lot. There's, there's quite a few friends from Manchester who's modelled for him. Yeah. In uh, some of the picture shoots, so I might try to find one with a group of them on. Because um, I'm sure uh, is the ginger boy not modelled it as well at one point. That helps. Uh, rugby ginger. Again, that helps. Um, had the age app with the two of them in bed together. Um, was showing it last night. He plays for the Spartans. Silla. Yay. Um, oh, I don't know. Possibly. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't see many of these pictures, but 
No, that was my choice from Instagram. I think it's yeah. nice to see someone doing merchandising because we were on about fetish where yeah. I thought it'd be nice of something fetishy. There. Um, so mine in a complete tangent is... <laughs> oh, God. Is one of my favourite puppy Instagrams. <laughs> so it's Winnie Weeble. And Winnie is like the cutest little dog ever. So... The, the reason that I follow um, Winnie's Instagram page is one of my other Instagram posts um, was Madonna 2 uh-huh. the guy down in London that's done the trek to Machu Picchu really good friend um, sweetest guy hot as hell a little bit of a Madonna fan yeah I think that's what you need to go with <laughs> um, and he's he's gone call to Winnie and Winnie sometimes goes to work with them and she is just this cutest little adorable dog that I just want to squish um, and had like a really hard start so um, she's got a like and patella so I think she had like four or five operations on her wee back legs um, but she is so cute and adorable and I, I, I do I just, mm, I just want to squish her wee face <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything to add to that. You don't. You, you're, yeah, you don't I, like dogs like that. I, I do. I, I love them. I don't know. She, she's just not my type of look, dog. Look, there's Winnie with Uncle Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and genuinely, he is like so happy when he sees us. So you've great. said that, and now I forgot. This, this takes me back to uh, Stuba and the dog in Stuba. <gasps> oh my god, yes. I'm so glad he got the dog at the end. <laughs> Um, rescues the dog from the drug mules and the dog is so cute <laughs> the dog vomits I know um, so yeah so my page is Winnie and you should all just follow her and love her as much <laughs> as I do um, then we've got no Facebook thing so we've had no comments on no. Facebook um, the only other one I was going to bring up there was your um, your comments on other podcast pages about Pride really triggered you what do you mean? Um, about from a gay and non-gay oh no it wasn't so um, because it's unusual to see you comment like that on anything. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, we can no, we can we can, we can talk about it. Um, so I listen to again and on gay. You're not a huge fan. I, you're not. A, no, no, it's a there's, London there's, drama. There's, 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 there's no shit. I get you love um, Martin's podcast, who is just oh more but, London drama. But but Martin's London drama is that he knows his drama. Uh, no, James knows his drama. James, anyway, James th- no, there's just, no shit. Like, you just don't like it. It's as, it's as simple as that. Um, so yeah, they had posted a... They were both going over to New York for World Pride and Stonewall 50. Uh-huh. And in one of their episodes, Dan, who is the non-gay, was... He's he's an educated man, you know, and he was doing it just to get a reaction. From James. From James, and, and who reacts. And he was basically saying that James didn't want to go on a stupid pizza tour on the morning of Pride because he just wanted to get some dick. Which is partially true. Which is partially true. Absolutely, it's partially true. And at no point did he say that that wasn't the reason why. But he also said that it's it's Pride. It's Stonewall 50. It's literally a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to celebrate that. That he doesn't want to go on a stupid pizza tour. He wants to catch up with friends and do brunch and have a drink and dance and get glittered up and not eat carbs so he doesn't look bloated so... And not eat food so that if he does get completely fucked. 
that night that you know he doesn't to douche <laughs> you know it's, it's all part of it and going on a pizza tour is not part of it and I'm totally there with James totally there with them so I, I sent a direct message to Didn't them did you just I did I did um, um, and I'm, I stand by everything that I said in that message which is not as funny as again speaking of another podcast we listen to which is not um, Your Face is the Sheep but um, Martin's other podcast from The Real oh, Brunch Welcome, to the, welcome to the Neighbourhood so it's the, a, the campus fluffiest little podcast I've heard but they talk about douching in their last episode and Can't. it's and, and I I really want to message him but I want to message him on the Real Brunch page so the girls see it just go so Martin I'd like you to ex- I'd, I'd like to see you explain to the girls douching but when you only put so much water in you you then jiggle around and yeah I, I do want to see that video where he's like dancing, dancing around like, dancing around holding the water in to have its insights it's just it, it's one of those okay you guys are trying to be slightly educational with this but they're not but, but you're, you're not and it's infuriating you because you, you don't you, make a decision you can't be educational if you, you don't have a solid opinion on anything I'm sorry but whether your opinion's wrong or not you need to have if you're going to try and inform or educate or share knowledge have an opinion on it um, it oh no I, I, it feels like there's a lot cut out from the podcast as well I feel they go a lot a, a lot deeper with it um, but they cut it out um, but no that was that was just when I remembered podcasts things but um are we going over future plans um we got anything else who's this now is this a friend of the pod um he's doing some diy today so he's going to take some pictures of himself just in our job platform so so this isn't another one of these i've sent you a shameful friend of the pod pictures to say speaking no i didn't actually speaking of friends of the pod i get a message on scruff from someone chasing after steven yes it's funny how they message you and not me though well, that's because I don't think he knew who you were. Um, and it was interesting because the link is not anything serious. The link is um, Virginia Wright. Yeah. And it's and it's even more interesting because it then mentions your Instagram. Where? Hey, neighbour, do you know Virginia Wright? I think I just saw your you your on your hometown right. boys Insta with her. It's like, well, it wouldn't have been me. No, because I don't know Virginia. I don't. And you're know. a massive fanboy with her. I love Virginia. Um, the only time I get a message from Virginia is when I've taken a picture of you in her merchandise, <laughs> and she wants the pictures. Actually, I think the last time I posted anything, it's been a while. I think you had something in this in your story, possibly, uh, with her, because the last lot I think was you had her t-shirt on at Pride before you put the podcast t-shirt. Yeah, on. but I didn't take a photo though. Um, no, that was just a bit strange. It was very out of the blue. Oh, right, well. so are we back to future plans, do we think? Yes, let me so get back onto the notes. We've got, <laughs> well, I've got Leeds You've Pride got Leeds on the Pride. 4th of August, um, which will be my first Pride in fetish wear. Yes. Uh, which I will die in, because I've discovered that I can wear it for about five minutes before I look <laughs> like I'm swimming. So if someone catches my leg, it's going to look like I've peed myself. <laughs> right no word of a lie <laughs> if someone catches the thigh on my rubber yeah. it is going to look like I have wet myself because the sweat will just run <laughs> down I'm just not sure what to wear on my feet because I could either wear my boots or I could wear my um, converse don't wear your converse or I could wear those white trainers no <laughs> no which I love no um, then after that we've got Manchester Surprise yeah which is happening 
The 23rd to the 26th. I'm going down a day early. So you going the 22nd I'm now? I'm going down on Thursday. Is that the 22nd? Yes. Because um, it was £60 cheaper to go down on a Thursday. And that's including getting an extra day in the hotel. Oh, that's not bad. I know. So I was like, why not? And then I can have a day and relax and... Don't look at me like that. Use your words as a podcast. It's an audio, not a visual. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying nothing. I just no, looked no, at you. No, 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 no. <laughs> use just your words. At, I just looked at you because I could see you now nope. getting down there for an extra day and still checking into your hotel and then still getting a message going, I've not been to my room yet. <laughs> I can't remember where it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going down early, but I do, I'm just going to have like a date relax. It's also a good opportunity if um, Stephen's about to do photos. Yes, well, we've already discussed that. He's going, to try and, he's going to try and grab me for a couple of hours. Because um, then you're not in any rush to do that. No, exactly. And then we've got a uh, kid club. So yes, we've got club I've got, kids, I've got even, club with kids sugar with sugar and, and scarlet. Oh, speaking of sugar and scarlet, so they're here on the 12th of September. Yes. Um, did you see the drag queen on Grinder? The only reason I've seen this is because Mirko was showing me. Um, so you must have been in Edinburgh. All right. Don't know. <laughs> and Mirko was stalking him on Grinder. But Mirko, and not wasn't Mirko at all. It was the puppy was stalking Aja when Aja was here. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember when that was, but all I got was a mention from was like, "Have you seen that Aja's here?" Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it makes and, and you shouldn't really gossip about that sort of thing. But it is fun to see them on things. No, you, but they're all gay. They're all on Grinder. You, you, you like, do get a bit starstruck. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then although got, with Soju, my head's going. Hope you're a top because you don't want to go in there with a the cyst. No, no. Um, and then and we've got Bearscots the eleventh to the fourteenth yes. of October. Um, and I have on the tenth of October. Actually, I have an evening with Amsterdam Moplin. Yes. Um, a friend has tickets and has decided to take me. So yay! Awesome. Um, He's not added that into the notes though. No, I've not because it just popped in my head when I was looking at the dates. Going, oh, I've got that on the tenth. I should really add it in. So that's the. Th- Thursday? Um, yes, Thursday. Is it? Yeah. I thought the 11th was the Friday. Yeah, it's the 11th of Friday. Yeah. Oh no, the 11th is Thursday. No, the 11th is a Friday. Is it? So Bearscots must run from the 10th. Well, yeah, because well, the Thursday night is normally like... The registration now. Yeah, like the unofficial start of it. Maybe need to check that. <laughs> um, right, anything else? Nope, that's it. Are you sure? Yes. Should we wrap it up? Yep. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, so here we go. Please subscribe, review, and follow Bear With Me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And you can contact the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and... By Instagram at podcastbearwithme. Have you had any emails? No. We do get back to you on the Instagram page a lot. You just have to deal yeah. with... If it's me or Stephen, you'll know because we'll put our names we, on the We generally put our names. Unless when Mark says that I'm being shady and I don't put any names. Which you do do. I don't. You did do once when I... I, I did st- do once. Right, I started a conversation... So to give you context, we've talked about this before. I sent someone a message and put my name at the end of it and they replied and then you sent something back about another episode so it was another podcast yeah. page but then didn't put your name at the back of it so it then looked like it was still me being crazy. <laughs> it's not untrue. <laughs> um, you can follow Mark on Instagram at SparkyCub and Stephen at Just a Hometown Boy. And are you ready for this bit? Let's go for it. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to us and bear with me. me.